0: Hey, 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 hey there, everybody! Welcome to the Film Pigs Podcast. We're a show all about the movies, coming to you during a global pandemic that is preventing the production of any new movies. So, I don't know. Uh, I guess we're just going to talk about movies that have been made already. I'm your host, <laughs> Steve Skelton. I'm here with fellow Film Pigs, Stephen Falk.
1: Hi, that's me. Hi, hello.
0: And Todd Robert Anderson. Hi,
2: I'm I'm coming from a bunker in the middle of nowhere.
0: <laughs> that's great uh so you know let's get things started like we always do with a little movie news that's right it's time for movie news only the latest greatest hard-hitting movie news about the movie industry uh the, there probably isn't any because it's a pandemic is there any news
2: uh, i mean i, I mean I have... it...
1: go ahead steve no, you go. You go. I'd rather hear yours.
2: All right. Well, yeah, uh, this is um, my cousin, ton wanted to do a DTV corner. And I explained no, to him, uh, I explained to him, you guys. Yeah, but I said, but, we, but he's got coronavirus. Yeah. And he refuses to wear a mask. And I said, he's because of the refusal to wear now. a mask. He's a medical marvel. Yeah, it's weird. But Anyway. I promised him I would give this news to you guys because he, whatever reason, he he loves you guys. He's a little obsessed, Uh, but he wanted you to know that the Fangoria Magazine produced movie VFW is out on Blu-ray and VOD right now. And this is a movie that stars Stephen Lang, William Sadler, Fred Williamson, Martin Cove. David Fred Patrick buttons. Kelly, uh, Warriors guy, you know, come out and play, yay! Yeah, oh yeah! And George Went. Uh, it's a low-budget throwback to '80s style exploitation about a group of war veterans that must defend their local VFW post against a deranged drug dealer and his relentless army of punk mutants. He uh, Tan says his kind of hate punk mutants.
1: You know the subtitle is what? The seriously expendables.
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway Ton says it'd be, make a good double feature with something like Hobo with a shotgun so there you go. that's my movie news it comes from my cousin I, I thought it was interesting
1: have you seen it yeah, have you seen it Ton
2: yes I saw VFW
1: is it? Is it fun
2: it's fun enough it's got some pacing problems and uh, and the lighting is weird, but uh, I still enjoyed it because it was those guys and the gore. Like Hobo from Shotgun, Hobo with a Shotgun, is over the top and ludicrous. So it was it was fun on that level.
1: Oh, nice. Okay.
2: All right, good. Hey, Steve
0: Falk, do you have? Is there anything? Any news? I mean,
1: not really. There's a there's been a um, a sort of a um, prototype for a proposal by these well known um, indie producers. For what filming might look like, like a manifesto for how to actually go about it, which includes like oh. quarantining the entire crew for fourteen days prior to production, what? and um, and only having you know a maximum number of people on set, and including one producer, and it, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty uh, startling, and you know, n- nine and a half hour shoot days, and. Um, Yeah, it's really weird. It's really weird. Not that it's anything, but it's gaining some momentum and traction. And you know, who's to say when movies are going to be filmed again? But you know, things in like Australia are starting to be filmed, and we'll we'll see. I don't, I don't know, but it's kind of an interesting document. You can see it on Variety.
0: Yeah, no, that's interesting because it's also kind of you know, as the news trickles out, you start getting things like all the movies that were supposed to go into production or. Backing up into each other now, and like you know, the Tom Holland third Spider-Man movie is now crashed into the schedule for the Uncharted movie. Oh, uh, and you know who knows when any of those are ever going to actually be made. Yeah,
3: do you think
2: I exactly, have a shot but, of of picking up a job as Spider-Man if Holland is conflicted between two things? Maybe I could do one he, of those projects.
0: Yeah, if he's not available, yeah, yeah, you could probably easily be Spider-Man or Spider Ham.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that either one's All right, fine guys well uh
0: yeah, thanks uh thanks for that non movie news <laughs> for the movie news burn, Hollywood
4: burn I smell a riot going on. First guilty, now gone. yeah, I'll check out a movie but will take a black one to move me, Get me the hell away from this t-
0: yeah, that music means it's time for our theme discussion, and I kind of just wanted to do something a little loosey goosey. Uh, you know, a little light and fun and breezy. So we're going to talk about some of our favorite action movies what? that we've seen throughout the years. And, you know, I just was thinking about this because I needed uh, a real easy subject that didn't require much preparation on my part. Uh, and, I was, and it came to me while I was watching Extraction on Netflix, the Chris Hemsworth uh, actioner. Uh, that is the very kind of like lo-fi, uh, feels like a kind of a real lo-fi kind of like, uh, almost, uh, like 90s-esque kind of throwback, uh, like almost direct-to-video
2: type of action, but with some really expensive DTV movie. I totally agree.
0: Yeah, but but with but but, but I I kind of liked it in that way because it I thought it had some really fun action chase sequences. Yeah. I agree. That um, that one yeah. shot
2: thing was pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. so and you know, it drops in the middle um and then, you know, comes back for kind of a fun shootout at the end. Um but, you know, overall I kind of really enjoyed it and had a lot of fun with it. So you know, I kind of wanted to talk about some of these action movies that, that we 've seen over the years and the ones that kind of stick with us and obviously, you know favorite lists change you know you know month to month week to week, day to day, but you know kind of let's let's talk about uh some of some of your favorites steve falk what's one of your favorite action movies
1: and this is uh telling the people what movies this doesn't include we weren't allowed oh, to oh, you're
0: right yeah well i did i yeah when i uh sent out the, the call for, for the subject, I did Nick's Raiders of the Lost Ark and Die Hard uh, because I assumed that those would just already be on the lists of uh, all-time favorite action movies. There's probably a few more I could have uh, knocked off, too, but uh, those are the two big ones that I, I figured would be... Yeah. We'd probably all choose, um, given the choice. So uh, other, than, other than those, the two big ones there, uh, yeah. let's, let's get into um, some.
1: I'm, you know what? I'm not... Uh, I'm not particularly worried about anyone picking my last two, but my first one could. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna go and say John Wick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, John Wick is not only is it delightful, just tonally, <laughs> it's just tonally fun and delightful. The um, fight choreography, because really, you know, these kind of movies, like Extraction, um, uh, even like a lot of the Born Identities, even you know, and certainly a movie like this that you can actually see what's happening, is really all about just sort of, you know, or certainly some some of the like uh, the Korean movies and, and stuff. It's just about it's like dance, right? It's yeah. like it's like camera and, and movement mixed together. Um, with these beautiful, beautiful moves and longer shots, you know. And, and John Wick really, I I don't know, I feel like it, it, it kind of ran with some of those Asian films in terms of the fight choreography being really sort of like long takes and uh, up front and in your face and all about the action and really kind of pared it down to a beautiful essence, mixing, I mean... I think some of the the mythology that it gets the the trilogy gets kind of weighed down with is is maybe not that interesting in the long run. but um, but just for pure just pure motivation for the action, you know, the kickoff, his dog is killed. Um, <laughs> uh, it's it's simple and clean. And it, it, it hit Keanu. It was at the right time, right person for the role, right time in his career, right fight choreographer. Um, you know, it, it had that sort of weird Canadian feel to this sort of like amorphous <laughs> world where everything's just a tiny bit off from America. Um, which is what can Yeah, it has
0: this weird kind of like, like there's this weird kind of like, wait, this is, this seems Euro yeah. not America. Right.
1: Exactly. Um, it, it's just, it's, I find it so gleeful and life affirming. Um, these kind of movies it, it's, it's violent as hell, but, um, but not necessarily grim in a, in a, in a fun way, not a dour seven type way. Uh, even though I love seven, um, Anyway, I just love I love John Wick.
0: Yeah, well, I think I think what the Wick movies nail pretty well is knowing exactly what kind of movie they're making and knowing exactly tonally, just you know how serious to take certain moments and when to back off right. and not and not feel so self serious. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know, it's you know, it's you know. The, it never goes full Jason Bourne in its dour seriousness. And uh, that's part of what makes it, helps the, the stylish nature of the film, the, the production design, the wardrobe. Um, uh, all, everything is so uh, very clearly stylish and done with this kind of very surreal kind of sheen to it like just the the whole concept of just this you know, the whole society of assassins that have hotels all over the world and right. and then chase each other through the streets, um, and there's millions of them all over the place <laughs> all the time. Uh you know, it's this crazy fun, uh, pretend world that uh, that you just love seeing people beat each other up in. Yeah.
2: yeah. It's conceptually yeah. over the top as much as it is over the top in its action sequences, I think. That's what I like about it. I mean comparing it to Bourne Born is doesn't have the sense of humor in its concept that John Wick does simply, and that's sort of why I love John Wick myself
1: right. one one thing, this is a total side note, but my my kids have gotten really into um Toy Story Four, and hmm. um, the Wick movies, everything about them helps me appreciate Keanu more than I ever did. And I know we had a whole Keanu love episode, but his performance as uh, Duke Kaboom, the Canadian, uh, the failed Canadian uh, uh, stunt uh, toy, motocross stunt toy, is yeah. Yeah. one of my favorite performances of his in uh, in, in Forever. It's it's fucking amazing, so fun. Yeah,
3: it's great. Rajon, Rajon. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that's yeah, but that's I think it's also that's to you know to Reeves's credit is he's also you know he fits so well in John Wick because. You know, for all the, you know, flack he's taken over his career for, you know, his range or whatever, he always knows exactly what kind of movie he's in, and plays to that. Right. Um, to whatever degree of success your of your opinion is. He does know what kind of genre he's in. I mean, so it works for, you know, speed. It works for Point Break. It works for Matrix. Yeah. Uh, you know, it works for John Wick, and then it works for, uh, Toy Story Four, and it works for, uh, what was the cameo rom com, uh, that he did that was. Oh. He just walked uh, in and totally nailed it.
2: Uh. Yeah, I know what you're uh, talking. Maybe, about. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe,
1: maybe say, be my maybe, be
2: my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Forever be yeah. Maybe, so, maybe, forever. So, Maybe mine. Yeah,
0: so you know, so that's a, he. That that's something that is kind of a, it's a, it's a invaluable skill for a movie or TV actor to have is to understand the tone of what you're in and being able to play to it pitch perfect. And the tone, and, and the
1: of... and the tone of what you bring to things.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's so. That's yeah. So that's something that he's very underrated at. I agree. Um. And, uh, I, I, you know, so yeah, definitely love John, love the, all the John wick movies Yeah. and I want more and then we're getting a fourth, right? Yep.
3: Yeah.
2: Someday oh, it, there, yeah. it's, yeah, it's slated the fourth John wick. Uh, obviously this has changed. It's going to change or probably already has, but the fourth John wick was originally slated to open on the same day as the fourth matrix. Wow. Oh,
0: really? Yeah. That's crazy. I forgot. I forgot. They're doing another matrix too. Yeah. Holy smokes. All right, Todd, what's a favorite action movie?
2: Well, um, I also edited myself. I added, I didn't put First Blood on my list, even though it might have been, because we've talked about Rambo so much on this uh, podcast. And I, yeah, and I left yeah. the Crank movies off because we've talked about that franchise so much. So I went back in time a little bit. <laughs> uh, the first one I have on my list of three is uh, Shaft's Big Score, which is the nice. second Shaft <laughs> film. <laughs> Uh, starring Richard Roundtree and, and here's why I, why I love it uh, the, the fir- and I love the first I love all the shaft movies I even like the new ones with Sam Jackson including the first one where Richard I like Round- that last one with the with the three shafts yeah it's fun it, it doesn't make sense that, that one was fun in the in the in the first Sam Jackson shaft Richard Roundtree also plays shaft but he's shaft's uncle shaft but then he becomes in the new shaft he becomes shaft's dad. In the new Shaft, I'd, it says it's all part of the Shaft multiverse. It's crazy, <laughs> the it's Shaftiverse. Fun. But Shaft's <laughs> Big Score is fun because the first Shaft is good, but it's it, it's more of a cop thriller than a cop action movie. Whereas Shaft's Big Score mm. is like has more money, and they go in with the action, and the whole third act—I mean, it's like 25 minutes—is just a chase. So much of it is a foot chase. But there's also helicopters and cars and all that, and it's just fantastic. Fantastic 25 minutes of running and action. I love it. And Richard Roundtree is hella cool. Oh yeah, love Roundtree. Yeah, so that
0: um, the first one, yeah, the first one on my list uh, is one of the only movies in the last five or six years that I went back to the theater and saw twice, and that was it is a. 2015's Mad Max Fury Road oh, oh wow. Wow. yeah and you know it's so much of that movie is it's what I love about it is what a lot of people hated about it which is it basically doesn't really have a story it's just one big long chase and then they stop and turn around and do the chase all the way back to where they started. <laughs> And it's insanely hilarious, and it's so much fun, and there's so many, there's so many things about it that I like, um, especially um, uh, just the kind of the real visceral characters uh, and, uh, to, and, and to the, the proper use of CGI melding with uh, live action in a way that I think is, hasn't been done as well since Jurassic Park, really. Um, the first Jurassic Park but uh, the thing that really kind of nails Fury Road for me is it just an incredible action movie is the simplistic way Miller shot it mm. and he, he was so aware of something that a lot of action directors screw up on which is the perspective of rapid action and how sometimes an off framing an off framing of a person or an object that is that is in the middle of this action sequence disorients the view and you're not sure for a second where somebody was standing or who got hit or that kind of thing. What he does in Fury Road that is so simple is in a lot of these really intense fight scenes, I'm thinking right now especially of the uh, the Max Furiosa uh, knockdown drag out at the, next to the tanker um, sequence, is for all of these kind of like Action matches and references. He always keeps the subject framed center, mm. and then it shifts, and you're still center frame, so you're still lined up with what's going on, and it makes it makes it so easy to follow the flow of this kind of you know chaotic uh, knockdown dragout fights that you know that is part of Mad Max. That it's it's such a simple thing that you don't even really notice it and that's kind of what really I don't really notice it until my second time through I was like you know how come this fight scene which I normally in, in a normal like kind of rapid fire uh, you know shaky cam style you might be like okay who who just got hit who punched who? what's happening oh wait oh see that's where they are now I never felt that disoriented anytime through any of the Fury Road action thats it's because it's this very simple center framing uh uh, technique he uses. It's, it's just dead simple and uh, it works so great.
2: Yeah, it's it kinda a, it's a reminds,
1: masterful directing.
2: kind of reminds me of the 3D sequels uh, in the Step Up franchise. That's when they got real simple and you could just see the dancing because it was just from one shot as opposed to the first two with Channing Tatum. Oh, they Taylor, had to because they needed all they 3D. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Falk, what were you going to say?
1: No, just it, it, it's the, the, the I'm constantly blown away by his directorial eye, and and what a feat that is, particularly not to not to put asterisks next to it, but you know because of Miller's age, it's just it's kind of amazing. Yeah,
0: yeah no, movie. and it's and but it's all it's ballsy too because I mean that's you're not really doing a whole lot with the camera, you're right making sure it's focused where the action is, and then you know you're. You know, you're putting all your energy and faith into the performances,
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: and you know that's just somebody that's you know got a lot of confidence that they they know what they're doing on their end, and they're making sure, even though they've utterly confused their actors during the shooting, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that they're confusing them in a way that right. is getting the results they want.
1: Right, absolutely.
0: So yeah, that's great, fantastic. Fury Road. All right, Stephen Fault, what's your number two? Um, so this is uh, you know
1: we can argue genre but i think this qualifies i'm going to say the war- I,
0: I think I, I think we can we're a little we're playing fast and loose here we're i think we'll be okay i'm going to
2: say the warriors
3: oh, <laughs> that yeah. that was i that I'll was on that. my
2: short list i was thinking about that one um the,
1: the you know you you guys probably know or at least are, are semi aware the warriors is one of my favorite movies of all time um so good it is it is uh, Obviously, it's a cult movie. It's one of those movies that you know used to be on TV a lot when we were younger, and and you'd catch it late at night and sneak, you know, d- tell your parents you weren't watching TV, but then you were. Um, uh, there's just <laughs> it, it's it it creates such a world and a world that me as like a little eleven year old white kid in the Bay Area knew absolutely nothing about this gritty you know apocalyptic New York that we imagined or that probably was true for the, you know the the Bronx and and, uh, and 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 Staten Island back then or wherever Coney Island uh, it took place but it's just it's so imaginative it, it 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 it's 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 both it's also campy but takes itself seriously um, the, the, the 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 sort of artistic freedom they took with the the various um, gangs was so uh so baseball furies. yeah so amazing <laughs> um you know the deaths were at times so violent like getting thrown in a, in front of us moving subway and just you know just the 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 the, the beatdowns and, and the sheer it kind of captured this very it was like an enclosed movie it was so narratively neat they're in and deep in enemy territory for a peace conference, they get accused of the murder of the leader of this peace process, and they got to get home. And every other yeah. gang wants them dead. Yeah. And then there's this there's this bizarre um, uh, a radio figure who's leading the other gangs poetically towards them, and sort of narrating their uh, their their travels, leading to this daytime climax and at, at Coney Island. It, it's it, 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 top to bottom, is just a beautiful, gritty, uh, uh, awesome, c- cartoonishly wonderful film.
0: I see, like, a, there's a little bit of Warriors DNA in the John Wick movies.
1: Yeah, yeah, I see absolutely. that
0: in the, in the in the over overly stylish, you know, very kind of like broadly compartmentalized groups
1: yeah and the and the you know really the radio guy at the hotel going john wick is now yeah. uh, you know open ticket on john wick yeah very, yeah, very much definite. that's a really good uh, i never i had not made that comparison
0: that's fun yeah fantastic i love I think, warriors so good
2: w- which came first the warriors or vanishing point do you know Oh, I'm
0: not sure. I'd have to look because that Because Vanishing no, Point no.
2: also has that DJ character who's sort of running things and helping the bandits yeah, away yeah. from the cops deal. I wonder which came first. Not that anyone was ripping anyone off. I was going to say about the Warriors, I can't go a week without hearing a reference to Warriors come out and play. Yeah. Yeah. It's everywhere. It's constant.
1: <laughs> Vanishing Point was 71. So I think the Warriors was after that.
0: For okay.
2: Sure. Yeah, I think so. I'm not saying that uh, Walter Hill ripped off Vanishing Point on any level. It's just similar uh, character. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah that's seventy nine. Seventy nine is the word
2: Seventy nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Todd, uh, what's your what's your second movie? My second movie uh, is also a Walter Hill joint. Um, it's a, a movie from 1981 starring. Uh, uh, uh Keith Carradine and Powers Booth and uh Fred Ward it's called Southern Comfort. Oh it's yeah. It's about yeah. A, a group of national <laughs> guardsmen in a on a training exercise in a in a Louisiana swamp. <laughs> and uh they get <laughs> lost and they start getting tagged by swamp people. <laughs> so it's basically <laughs> it's basically uh like deliverance as an action movie it's pretty fantastic it's full of like city boy paranoia about the woods it's you know it's got those elements of a horror movie that that you see all the time um but it's it's fantastic i can't recommend and it's one of these as an action movie it doesn't go where you necessarily expect it to go uh and and huh. and the and when it goes there it's both Creepier and more thrilling, uh, you know, as the action progresses. Uh, I, I, if you haven't seen it, watch it.
1: I've never seen it. I, I that sounds great.
2: Oh yeah, you should you should check it. I, Southern Comfort's great. Yeah.
1: All right,
3: cool. My uh,
0: my second one is I went with uh, the first movie outside of Star Wars that I can remember actively going back to the theater to see again. I think I saw this three or four times, and this was 1986's Aliens. Oh yeah,
2: oh yeah. Yeah, that's an action show.
0: So so much of that movie, like I mean, and this is my my junior high school best buddy and I. We went and saw that several times, so to the point where you know we we could we could yell every piece of dialogue from the movie to each other, and we could we could recite the entire movie, and we would do it (laughs) often. Um, it was obnoxious.
2: Uh, I bet it got you uh, laid a lot, though, huh?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that... That movie is, you know... I, for for me, it's one of the high-mark, like... Uh, perfect action films. Um, because not only does it have, like, a lot of great fun, over-the-top outrageous action with monsters, um, but... This is back when you know Cameron I think was doing more nuanced characters or at their very least like B movie style characters that had some very defining qualities mm-hmm. that gave them a th- that gave them a third dimension and and uh, really made you care about them and they weren't just like you know hey there's the, there's the other guy that got killed it was you knew you know you knew Hicks you knew Hudson you knew Vasquez you, you knew Gorman Um, you know, and, you know, they were either, you know, trying to get the job done or they were trying to go their own way or they were the fuck up and, uh, finally getting his shit together. Um, and so it was this collection of characters that you met, you know, Apone, uh, you know, all all these really great uh, characters that were just being chewed up with delight by the cast. Like everybody in the cast was so good too that brought these kind of secondary supporting characters that were there ultimately to you know to get knocked off one by one uh, to increase the jeopardy for, uh, for Ripley. But you know, they had their own life you, in you, know, you, you were invested in them. And so you know, when everything just went straight to hell, that it just it elevated the, the action. It could have been just a regular, it could have been like a real B sci-fi kind of style movie but i think all this kind of like real uh uh that extra layer of nuance and character and performance and really kind of elevated i think it's just it was cast so well mm. is, is, is what happened so
3: yeah yeah that's for great
1: sure.
2: hey i wonder just uh, a perfect bill, bill paxton's hudson is just yeah
1: oh it's great great movie
2: i hope cameron uh puts paul Reiser into these avatar sequels is he did he live through the first one he's not in avatar he's only he's in oh, aliens it's the only cameron movie i can think of with paul Reiser, and he's sort of he, right sorry i was thinking giovanni ribisi
0: was playing the paul Reiser character in avatar
2: oh yeah i don't want to see that anymore i, I want paul Reiser. nah yeah paul Reiser or nothing
0: <laughs> Stephen falk what's your third movie
2: uh, I, I'm I'm
1: very troubled about my selection, but I think it has to be my selection. <laughs> I'm troubled because I have to leave off um, what my go-to was gonna be, which is RoboCop. Yes. Um, and I would rather see RoboCop than this movie, but <laughs> it, it, but it was seminal, and it also. I would feel remiss if I didn't, if I didn't have one movie with my favorite action star in history and that's Tom Cruise. And I am not choosing any of the MI5 movies. Um, I'm choosing Top Gun now.
3: Oh, wow. nice. Okay.
1: Yeah. Top Gun is obviously, you know, eighties cheese gloss. Um, uh, but for me it was a thrilling movie. It it wasn't I you know, I wasn't taken I was taken by the characters, not the romance, obviously. It was kind of a bullshit romance, although the sex scene is kind of sexy when you're for when you're twelve, when I was. <laughs> but I thought I thought and and I'm excited to see what they do with the next one. I mean not that excited, but I'm interested. But the, I thought the, the flights were, and the, you know, the, all the, the fights with the, the Migs and everything, I thought they were really, really interesting and really, really visceral and, and awesome. Um, and, you know, and there was something about that character, Maverick and Goose and, you know, and, and certainly Val Kilmer, Iceman and, uh, you know the, the and jester jester or joker they were all i don't know the and michael ironside is the as the main guy and tom scarrett um it 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 worked as like a cheesy drama but it also worked as really well as an action movie for me at the time and you know tom cruise didn't do a lot of running in that movie which is my favorite thing about him um, yeah when he runs if um, there's
0: a flaw on top gun it's that he doesn't do a lot of running that's true no
1: he doesn't yeah, it doesn't, and that you see too much tongue when he kisses uh, Kelly McGillis. But um, you know, it has it has strong, <laughs> it has it has drama. It has um, it has uh, you know living up to the father. It has all the like great cheesy stuff. You know, the the song uh, sequence. You never close your eyes. So it it, <laughs> it 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 hit this great '80s itch for me, it, which was my my time. Um, but also, I just thought it was. Uh, the the flight stuff was choreographed really well with wit and and uh, and ferocity that and 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 uh, and speed which I really liked.
0: Well, that's your Tony Scott. I mean, that's yeah. a, uh Tony Scott is probably the most
2: underrated action director.
1: Yeah, I agree. He has. A, he has sorry, what, Todd?
2: I was just going to say I agree. He he made certainly two of the best train action movies ever made. Yeah. Out. He made he made
0: he made a car chase action sequence that was involved time travel.
2: Yeah, deja vu. <laughs> yeah. It was there was
0: no it was like one car yeah. car chase and it was and it was rhythm. Yeah,
1: that was fun. Um, yeah. So anyway, yep, Top Gun. That's my third. All
0: right, Top nice. Gun. Fantastic. Todd, what's your what's your third? Well,
2: uh, you guys know uh that I have a problem uh and that problem's name is Steven Seagal. You're going to have to narrow Steven that down. Seagal.
3: Uh, my oh, Steven Seagal oh. problem. Oh. Oh, I boy.
2: love the big problem. Uh, uh, yeah, I can't. I can't help myself. But why do I continue to obsess about Steven Seagal as much of a monster as the man is? And it's because easily of his first five films. And I was trying to think which one do I really love the best? And that one has got to be Marked for Death, which uh, was the one movie that a Seagal movie that Fox produced. He was usually with Warner Brothers. But he did Mark for Death, and it was him uh, and his buddy, Keith David, and they had to fight... That's the drug, the yeah, drug it's dealers? Yeah, Rastafarian drug dealers, yeah. uh, led by a guy named Screwface. Screwface, and, yeah. And uh, this movie is... No, I know Screwface. Is, yeah, Screwface. Screwface! And uh, it's ludicrous, The the, the violence, the bone-breaking... It's it's you know per, kind of problematically racist with the voodoo and the reggae and all that nonsense. What what do you what do you mean? Kind of? <laughs> but come on, he breaks screwface over his knee. He like breaks his back over his knee, and people do that all the time now. But they didn't do that ever before back then. And he's constantly breaking bones over his shoulders and. He whacks around Danny Trejo in the beginning. He just whacks around Danny Trejo. Bitch slaps him. It's. I'm telling you, Mark for Death is is a delight from start to finish. Eighties, <laughs> uh, uh, Steven Seagal. Well, nineties, but yeah, early nineties. Or I guess that was yeah, early nineties. Yeah. yeah.
0: My uh, my third is a, a 1985 uh, the first uh, Michelle Yeoh starring vehicle yes madam uh, the kung fu movie mm-hmm. with, that she uh, shared with Cynthia Rothrock
2: yeah and,
0: Rothrock uh, it's a it's a mess of a movie because Yeoh is supposedly the lead but. They don't really give her. It seems like they were like afraid to put a woman as a lead of a whole action movie. So there's like parallel p- stories going on with a couple of m- guy detectives that are kind of goofy, and, and then her investigation. And but then it finally all culminates in. Uh, and I've seen this movie probably a dozen times, and the climactic fight scene. Sequence with when Michelle Yeoh and Cynthia Rothrock finally team up to like wear their like '80s, uh, like '80s uh, San Fernando Valley mall jackets and like sweatpants to just beat the living holy hell out of like forty guys with swords, <laughs> and it's this extended like five plus minute sequence where. They're just all over the fucking place, and 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 this is you know real. This is you know real Hong Kong uh, action. So it's all fucking practical. It's all you know vaulting and and perching on walls, jumping up. Uh, uh, onto railings and then swinging around the railings and smashing through the glass plate that is under the railings to then punch some guys and pull them off and throw them on the ground. And and there's so much glass that breaks in this whole sequence. Like, there's so many things made of glass in this whole area they all fight in that it's hilariously awesome. Um, and it's just an utterly bananas fight scene. And I it's... You know, I loved it when I saw it. Uh, I don't think I saw it until I was in college, actually, for the first time. So it probably would have been in the 90s when I saw Yes Man for the first time. But every time. And you can you can just go to YouTube and find the fight scene by itself. But it's also kind of fun to just sit through the whole just movie because it's kind of a wreck. But uh, <laughs> holy shit, that fight sequence at the end is amazing. Nice. Awesome. So that's a, yeah, that's, that's, those are our uh, favorite action That movies. was a, uh, that was a fun so.
2: discussion. That was like a bacon episode in the middle of this regular episode. A kind of, yeah, yeah. I liked it.
0: Yeah. Just kind of give a, just a little something, you know, a little something light and fun. But now I'm afraid we have to move on to something more serious. That's right. Those very, very serious drums means it's time to go to court. Uh, for our latest session of movie jail, where we put a movie professional on trial for crimes against cinema. If they are found guilty, they are remanded to the Robert De Niro Federal Penitentiary. It's a maximum security facility that also has a bunch of other wings. There's minimum security. There's a big boat um, out on the ocean somewhere. There's a yard with angry dogs. You know, there's all kinds of stuff. It's a full-service punishment center. So uh, if I could have uh, my uh, bailiff bring court to session,
1: Oh yay! Oh yay! Sorry. Th- thanks. I, I'm in quarantine, so I'm you know there's a little bit of uh, delay. Um, virtual court. Virtual court is now in session. Um, forgive my background. I didn't mean for it to be titties. Uh, the honorable, the honorable Stephen J. Skelton presiding. Um, the uh, the uh, less honorable Todd Robert Anderson Aww. may approach the bench. Uh, I'm the bailiff. I'm going to duck out to get a beer. <laughs> <All right. laughs>
0: okay. Uh, m- uh, Mr. Anderson, please uh, present your case uh, to the court.
2: Thank you, Your Honor. Uh, thank you, essential worker Bailiff Falk. Um, the state... He's, he's not essential. I've, I was just being polite, Your Honor. Um... <laughs> Uh, the state has asked us to uh, do an inmate review due to the COVID-19 pandemic uh, to see if we can thin oh. out some of our inmates so as to not right. spread the virus throughout the dinero. Um yeah, that's probably a good we idea. We have a lot of inmates to go through here, Your Honor, so we should do this rapid fire as quickly as possible. I will yeah. give you uh, my recommendation on each inmate, and then you rule, and we'll move on. Um, are cool. you ready? Yeah, let's All do right. it. All right, first up, we have Michael Bay. I would say that due to the Netflix Guilty. thing with Ryan Reynolds, we are recommending I am recommending that he remain behind bars. Agreed. No, yeah, he ain't getting out. Excellent. Seth MacFarlane. Okay, while his entertainments remain frustratingly unfunny while somehow being popular and very lucrative, perhaps Ted and Ted 2 and that Western thing aren't crimes enough against movies to get him sick with the Rona. Your Honor...
0: Yeah, I mean the nerds kind of like his Orville show, so uh, I think we can we can get, put him on a temporary uh, mercy release so he doesn't get the COVID. Okay,
2: cool. Uh, next up, we got Barry Levinson. Uh, while stuck in quarantine, it's easy to wind up streaming some of his older movies, Diner, Tin Men, Rain Man, Disclosure, and realize that none of them, with the possible exceptions of Good Morning Vietnam and The Natural, really hold up at all with time, and we should really have seen Sphere coming and stop this earlier. So he should probably stay in.
0: Okay, but he is in a high-risk group, though, isn't he? He
2: is. Your Honor, that's very empathetic of you. It's up to you. Oh, no, no, he's staying. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin James. I just I, just, I, just, I, just was, I just was checking well, his age. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> Kevin James. Uh, he seems to have calmed down on the bad movies a bit to concentrate on bad television, which really isn't our purview. So we should probably let him out, Your Honor.
0: Yeah, I think we can let him out because I don't really—he isn't like you know—he hasn't—he doesn't act like a jerk or anything, does he? I don't think so. No. He's just kind of a guy. He's just a guy doing
2: stuff, and now it's TV. So yeah, he. Oh, can go. Okay. Uh, next up, we got Sean Levy. He also seems to mostly be fucking up on television now. So maybe we can let the TV courts handle him as well. What was he in for? Um, he was in for making uh, boring studio comedies.
0: Oh right, right, right. Yeah, let's let him out because you know it's it's a pandemic. Yeah.
2: Next up, we have the Disney executives responsible for Edgar Wright's departure from Ant Man. Uh, they're Disney executives, Your Honor. I think they should stay in jail. Agreed. Next up, <sighs> next up, we have Johnny Depp. Uh, I would say that Mordecai makes it impossible to ever consider releasing this questionable human being, Your Honor.
0: That's a tough tough but reasonable argument. Accepted.
2: (laughs) Shia LaBeouf. Uh, Look, uh, at this point he's knocked out a tooth for a movie about a tank. Last year he put out some interesting indie movies. So uh, maybe we can forgive his bizarre breakdowns in Transformer movies and let him out so he doesn't get sick? Yeah, let's let him out and see what happens. Okay. (laughs) Next up, we have Vince Vaughn. He's still kind of gross, really. Nope. Uh, when <laughs> nope. Nope. Oh, no, definitely. Okay, I won't even do the argument. Thank nope, you. next. Uh, we got Eddie Murphy. My name is Dolomite it was pretty darn good, and he seems to want to get back to some old school Murphy type things, so I say we let him out.
0: Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm a little upset that we didn't let him out earlier.
2: No, it's sometimes it takes a pandemic to make you wake up. Um, yeah. M. Night Shyamalan, it seemed like Split was a sorely needed return to grace, but then he fucked it up with Glass, so I say we leave him in there. Yeah, let's leave him in, I don't know. Uh, Next, we got Bruce Willis, he was in Glass, leave him in there. (laughs) You good with that? Yeah. Alright. Yeah, no, he stays. Uh, Kevin Smith, do I have to... Do I have to have an argument, Your Honor? Kevin Smith stays in jail. I don't think so. Yeah. I think so. Uh, Next up, we have Seth Rogen's laugh. I say let it out. We should all be free to laugh while in quarantine, no matter how weird it sounds.
0: I think you're right. The world needs laughter, no matter how irritating
2: it is. (laughs) More than ever. Uh, Damon Lindelof. He had the Watchmen television series recently, which was a huge improvement over that terrible movie. Uh, And he wrote The Hunt which uh, first got screwed by Trump in August and then got screwed up by COVID-19 when, it was, when they tried to release it again this year. Uh, and it's a fun B picture, and I say we, we let him out.
0: I think you're right. I liked both Watchmen and The Hunt. Me so
2: too. Let him out. out. Let him out.
0: Yeah, definitely.
2: Next up, we have Michael Mann. And other than producing Ford v. Ferrari, he has done Precious Little, uh, and uh, I don't think anyone will even notice if we let him out. I think
0: you're right. He's high-risk group, so he 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 can can get out.
2: Uh, Rob Reiner. uh, The nostalgia of his early great feature films has been a great comfort to me personally while in quarantine. Uh, And and nothing is going to stop him from tweeting his painfully obvious criticisms of Donald Trump that don't change anybody's minds about anything. So does it matter if we let him out? Yeah, I don't think so. I think we can let him out. Uh, James L. Brooks. Uh, Simpsons is still on, and he still isn't making any movies. If you'll recall, he was sentenced to jail for not making any good movies and coasting on his Simpsons money. Uh, but I, le- I do not recall. Well, that's why we put him in jail. Uh, but And Simpsons is still on. He's still not making any movies. But at least he isn't making videos of himself quarantining in his gigantic mansion like a lot of other celebrities. So maybe we can furlough him until the vaccine is ready. Yeah, I
0: think... I think you know, and you know Brooks. Uh, you know, Brooks has a as a pedigree, uh, so uh, we can let him out. Yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, now next is Sam Worthington. I don't remember who that is. Do you? Who is that? Let let's let <laughs> him not out. Sure. Let him out.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, let's let him out, and then maybe we'll remember who he is.
1: Is that Brandon Ruth?
2: <laughs> <laughs> maybe I don't know. Uh, Next up is uh, Jonathan Liebesman. Uh, It's been six years since... Jonathan Liebesman, the guy who... Liebesman? I don't know how to say his name. The the guy who directed Battle Los Angeles. Um, It's been six years since his Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies, and he only does television now, uh, which, again, is, is not our problem, so I say let him out. Yeah. Yeah, let him out. He's fine. Uh... Adam Sandler. We discussed this not too long ago. God, how many are there? there there's a lot of inmates. Uh, uncut gems. We can't. We don't have time to do them all. We can do more next session. Uh, well, I'm almost. We, I'm uh, like we do three more. Three more. We're way through. Jesus. All right. Uh, Adam Sandler. He's got uncut gems, and he was kind of funny on the last SNL. So I recommend a furlough until the vaccine is developed. I can agree with that. Alright, I'll skip. Uh, we'll leave just a few uh, dangling uh, out there, and they could deal with it. Catherine uh, Heigl, I think it's important for us to be inclusive, and we need to represent women in our justice system. She's the only one currently in jail, so I say she has to stay in. <laughs> Alright. Uh, Nicholas Cage, uh, his weird VOD renaissance, unofficial trilogy of Mom and Dad, Mandy, and Color Out of Space seem enough to let him let him go. Oh, absolutely. Why I'm was kidding. he in
1: there? I can't even... Yeah. That's tragedy.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure. Miscarriage of justice. Well, because he was doing a lot of boring straight-to-video movies. I think that's why he was in there. All right, I'm going to... Sc- uh, well, he's, yeah, he's, he's definitely course-corrected, so... I'll do one more. Uh, Robert De Niro, uh, even if he wasn't sentenced for life with no possibility of parole, which he was, and even though he is constantly ripping on Trump, It would be irresponsible of us to let a famous anti-vaxxer out on the street during a pandemic. And we don't... Agreed. uh, And I don't even need to talk about the Irishman on that. So, leave him in there. Yeah. No, no. So
0: ordered. And that was movie jail, you guys. Really well done. Thanks. I gotta say, uh, I think we got a lot, uh... Uh, worked on there on the docket. We really uh, yeah, we did served. a lot. I always uh, miss like a few George wait. Lucas. We did. Do you get. guys hear what that?
3: that?
1: What is that?
0: I don't know. That's a weird thing. Is it something? Whoa! There it is again. What is that? Is it the internet? I'm, I don't. Oh, no. you guys! It's Nick Cage. We just let him out of jail.
1: Pandemic Nick
0: Cage. Oh, <laughs> uh, Pandemic Nick Cage, he fools us every time. He was that means sneezing it's all over time everybody. For, it means it's time for the Nick Cage Memorial Bizarre Line Reading. That's where uh, each episode uh, we present, one of the pigs presents a bizarre line reading in the style, in the... Uh, 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 tone in uh, the whatever of Nick Cage doesn't have to be Nick Cage could be anybody something crazy Something wild something bizarre Stephen Falk you uh, have a line reading for us this week
1: yeah so this is one of my favorite movies of 2019 Um, it is uh, a part of a a fantastic um, group of young uh, genre filmmakers uh, indie filmmakers Um, and uh, this is uh, Robert Eggers The Lighthouse so um, The Lighthouse is a is a tremendous film, uh, for me, I think. Uh it, it's Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe stuck in a lighthouse. Uh, uh, and uh they just they just get drunk and uh, worry about uh angry seagulls <laughs> and and threaten each other. Um <laughs> and this is a, this is a, this is a, this is a long, this is a long sequence, you guys. Um, but it's it's really fun, and it's all centered around um, the fact that uh, Robert Pattinson doesn't like Willem Dafoe's cooking.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, here we go. What? What? What?
4: What? 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 That's what I mean. That's the trouble with you. That's the trouble with you. With you? No! No! I want steak. I want a goddamn steak. If I had a steak oh boy oh a rare a bloody steak if i I had a steak i would fuck it you don't like me cooking oh don't be such an old bitch (laughs) you're drunk you don't know what you're talking how can i possibly like the horse shit you fix us for supper you're drunk I, you won't be saying that. In your kitchen shanty, because no, it was going doughnuts three you're times drunk. a day. You're Conchy drunk. Country hand bigger you're than I'm your drunk. I'm drunk. I'm drunk. You're, me. you drunk. Damn ye! Drunk since I first laid eyes on you. You're fond of me lobster, ain't you? Drunken in a virginity fence. I seen it. You're fond of me lobster. Say it. Say it. Say it. I don't have to say nothing. Danny! (laughs) Let Neptune strike ye dead, Winslow. Hark! Hark, Triton, hark! Bellow, bid our father, the Sea King, rise from the depths full, foul in his fury. Black waves teeming with salt-foam To smother this young mouth with pungent slime To choke ye, engorging your organs till ye turn blue and bloated with builds and brine And can scream no more Only when he, crowned in cockle shells With slithering tentacle tail And steaming beard take up his fell, befinned arm, his coral time trident screeches banshee like in the tempest and plunges right through your gullet, bursting ye a bulging bladder no more but a blasted bloody film now a nothing for the RPs and the souls of dead sailors to pick and claw and feed upon, only to be lapped up and swallowed by the infinite waters of the dread emperor himself. Forgotten to any man, to any time, forgotten to any god or devil, Forgotten even to the sea, for any stuff or part of Winslow, even any scantling of your soul, is Winslow no more, but is now itself the sea.
2: Is that? Is that was that the end? Wait, did stop?
0: Right, I, I think that I like your cooking. Okay, that's Did it. Did he just <laughs> say uh, he liked his cooking?
1: He said he said fine, I like your cooking.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I haven't seen oh, that yet. I uh, see well, that. Oh, you haven't? Oh. No, I
0: haven't either. That's I. It's I gotta. see it. I him. wanted oh, to well, see it well, in the well, theater, well,
1: but didn't work out. That's a that's a that's a two and a half minute monologue in which he's cursing. He's cursing him to be destroyed by, by King, by the the trident of King Mid, a uh, King, uh, d- uh, what's his name, Poseidon. Uh, uh, Poseidon, and 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 his guts rendered and and <laughs> filled with, bil- with filth and bile, <laughs> <laughs> all because he doesn't like his cooking. <laughs> the, I dare you to watch the Joker and then watch Willem Dafoe in this movie and. Think that Willem Dafoe should not have won the Oscar, all the awards. I'm, I'm still upset about it. Um, The, the amount of theatricality. It's a black and white film. It's very close quarters and beautifully shot, by the way. But, um, but it's so over the top and um, performative. That to me it exists in a different kind of acting and one that is ten times harder than just kind of being a Rupert Pupkin knockoff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, it's it's a it's a really fun movie, uh, uh, and Robert Pattinson can he matches him in the movie and he continues to make incredibly interesting post Twilight choices, um, and I can't wait to see what any movie that the two of them do. I will I will at least give yeah. it give it a look.
0: No, I like I like Pattinson too. What was the uh, the, the French sci fi movie that he did?
1: Um yeah, the, the the uh shit.
0: I can't I'm blanking on the title, but uh, I remember. Really did you liked
1: see it. it? Oh I didn't see that.
0: Yeah. I didn't see uh, it. I saw after I Earth, that, that after was Earth? dull, but no. it's good. Well, it, it it yes, it's dull. I will tell you by uh, you know, our standards of you know, sci fi American sci-fi; it's dull, but it's a it's a it's a character study, is what the movie is. Um, but he's he's his performance is excellent. Yeah, um, I, I want to see pretty that. and really captivating. I'll, so yeah, he's and great. He's, the, he, he's the new Batman. Yeah, yeah, I
2: like that crime movie he did. Uh, was it good? Good, good times. Time? Good times.
1: Yeah, the Saft the Safti brothers. Yeah,
2: yeah. Before uh, yeah, before
1: yeah. Uncut Gems.
2: Yeah, yeah. That, I like that movie a lot. Uncut Gems yeah. is great too.
1: Yeah.
0: Alright, well, great. Thanks a lot uh, for that line ring, Steve.
4: Yeah.
2: Uh-oh. Shitballs. You
0: guys know what that music means, right? It's time for me to get pissed off. Yeah, that's right. It's time to play What's That tagline? The game sensation that's sweeping the nation. And what's that tagline? A tagline for a movie is read out loud, and uh, players have to correctly guess the movie's title to earn one point. But you only get one guess per tagline. If you can't identify the movie, the point is lost. All movies in this edition of "What's That Tagline?" are from uh, the action or action-related genres. So uh, the way it's going to work is we're just going to alternate because I originally conceived this as a whoever yells it out first wins, but with uh, Skype delay, uh, that's uh, probably not the best <laughs> no <that's laughs> uh, not way work. to play this game. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna alternate. We'll start with Steve, um, and there are uh, there are 28 taglines and a tiebreaker if we need one. And so basically, what's going to happen is I'm going to read you the tagline, and then you have one guess uh, to guess the title of the movie, and uh, then uh, we'll just uh, bang right through it. Does that? Any questions? Is uh, it no multiple steals, choice? No. no. Wait. Nope. No multiple choice. No steals. Okay. No nothing. It's uh, right. one and done. So uh, you got to guess the movie. All right. Yeah. So we're going to start with Steve. Stephen Falk. Yes. Here comes your tagline. 40 Stories of Sheer Adventure.
1: Adventure?
0: You can so, ask for it again. I mean, I'll, I'll read him again.
1: No, I got it. 40 Stories of Sheer Adventure. Um, I'm 40 Stories gu- no, of I know.
0: Sheer Adventure.
1: I'm guessing it's not the Towering Inferno, because Adventure, but Die Hard. I'm going to guess Die Hard
0: correct it is adventure
1: that sounds that's weird okay
0: it's a weird it's a yes because some of these make a lot of sense and then some of them are just like the copy department was out to lunch that day they
1: sure were yeah
0: taglines are like that that's not
2: a good tagline either
0: no (laughs) todd your tagline and these are all from uh posters i i I checked them all uh most oh they're not secondary Uh, todd well, some of them are. Some of them, some of them are short and sweet, and some of them are the full text from uh, the posters. You'll, you'll see as we go on. Todd, okay. uh, your movie tagline is The Return of the Great Adventure.
3: Mm.
2: The Return of the Great Adventure. Uh, I'm going to say Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Oh, shit. You were so close. It's Raiders. Oh,
3: Raiders of the oh, Lost
0: Ark. Right, right. That's right. It was the first one. The first one. Ah, you were in the wheelhouse. Yeah. But you get nothing.
2: The return Stephen threw Fulk. me off. Return threw me off.
0: Yeah. Stephen Falk, your tagline. Here comes the bride. Here comes the bride.
1: Oh, um,
0: uh. Here comes the bride.
1: <laughs> uh, this is—I'm sure this is wrong. Is it Mr. and Mrs. Smith?
0: It is not Mr. and Mrs. Smith. It is Kill Bill, Volume One. Fuck,
1: stupid. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: All right, Todd. Yes. Your tagline. Mm. Don't set him off. Don't set him off. Don't set him off. Don't set him off. Wildly familiar. Um...
0: Don't set him off. I'm gonna say
2: John Wick. You are correct. It is John Wick. Wow. It was between that. Well, I'm not gonna say the other title because that's probably a bad
3: idea.
0: Yeah, because you know, might be, might be on the list. You don't know.
3: Good. Good. Stephen Falk. Yeah.
0: Stephen Falk. Your tagline. They took his daughter. He'll take their lives.
1: Taken?
3: Yes, it's taken. <laughs> so,
0: some of these are really easy. It took. It took. It's, it, had, it had two declensions of the word in the table. <laughs> sure did. Okay, Todd. What else, what
1: else might they take?
0: <laughs> who, who knows what else could be taken? Okay, Tom, Uh, your tagline. The fight for the future begins.
2: The fight for the future begins. Um,
0: The fight for the future begins. The Matrix? Oh shit, it is the Matrix. No way. You nailed it. (laughs) It's so gen- it's such a generic kind of sci fi ish thing that but you're absolutely right. Well done. Thanks. Stephen Falk, mm. your tagline. He was the perfect weapon until he became the target. Whoa. Whoa. He was the p- He was the perfect weapon until he became the target. Mm-hmm. Is that Robocop? It is not Robocop. What? It is no, I'm sorry. It's uh, the born identity. Oh. Okay. So far, uh, we're we're even up two to two. Uh, Todd. Yeah. Your tagline. Your tagline. Judgment is coming. Uh. Dread. Oh shit! Yes, it is dread. Holy shit! Nice. Nice. Wow. Nicely done. That's Holy a good shit.
2: action. Wait, it's just
1: called Dread? It's just called
0: Dread? Yeah, Dred? that's the Carl that's Urban Judge Dread movie. Wow. I was okay. between,
2: is it Judge Dread or Dread? And I went with Dread. Mm-hmm. Got lucky on the And all you all. nailed Got it. Got
0: lucky. You nailed it. Stephen Falk. Mm. Not man. Not machine. More. Not man. Not, not man. Not man. machine. More mm.
1: is it the Terminator?
0: It is not the Terminator. it is from upgrade
2: oh upgrade, upgrade. oh, that's a good movie. what is that it, yeah it's a. was that
0: Lee Lee Wennell was that Lee Wennell or was it uh who directed that I think that we, was like what two years ago
2: yeah, or? yeah, it's good if you a haven't seen it fuck, well, you'd like it. You what was it, like it about
1: it. what is it?
2: Upgrade. It's a. It, it's a. It's about a guy who.
0: It's like a. It's like a guy who gets like cybernetic implants and then goes ape shit and starts killing people. Who's in it? I'm not sure. There's not no big stars. It was right. a. It was a mid budget, uh, mid low budget sci fi thriller. Oh, right. uh, totally action. fun. It's fun though. It's a lot totally of fun. fun. All right. All right, Todd. Hmm. Uh, your tagline. Part man, part machine, all cop. RoboCop. <laughs> Yeah, that's River right, Cop. I
2: yeah. got that was an easy Sorry. one.
0: Yeah, yeah. Stephen Falk. Yeah. Your tagline: There are a thousand ways to raise your adrenaline. Today, Chevchelios will need every single one. <laughs> oh
2: God, damn it!
1: Uh, is that Crank?
0: It is Crank.
2: <laughs> they, Chev put the lead, they put the lead. Yeah, they put it, the character name, name in the tagline, in the, in the poster, as if anybody uh, had oh, any yeah. idea who that would be. I yeah. remember, the, Todd. hang on a second, I Go just ahead. remember the RoboCop tagline like that came down the pike after it was in the theaters for a, a bunch of weeks and it, in the newspaper, and it said, RoboCop, uh, number one at the box office for seven weeks, and he's not stopping for donuts.
3: <laughs> oh, like, I like that one.
1: It's terrible.
0: All right, you don't get any points. I'm actually taking away a point yeah. from that. Yeah.
1: I
2: didn't
4: write it. <laughs>
0: You said it. I just remembered. All right, uh, God. All right, uh, Todd, mm-hmm. your tagline? hmm. It's, it's nothing personal. It's nothing personal. It's nothing personal. It's nothing personal.
2: It's nothing personal. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Hitman?
0: No, you never would have got this because I didn't even remember it until I looked up the poster. It's fucking Terminator 2, Judgment Day. It's nothing personal? It's, that's a terrible thing. This doesn't make line. any sense. No. No, it's awful. There was no reason you should have ever gotten that. Stephen Falk. Mm. Your tagline. Jack Burton's in for some serious trouble. And you're in for some serious fun. <laughs>
1: Sorry, you. Uh, I, I. 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 missed the whole first half of that. You need one. it
0: again. Okay. Here, one, one more time. Here we go. Jack Burton's in for some serious trouble, and you're in for some serious fun.
1: Is it big trouble in Little China?
2: Yeah. It, it is. is
0: big trouble in Little yeah, China. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and that that ties you guys back up four to four.
1: Exciting.
0: Todd. Mm-hmm. Your tagline. Mm. Alcatraz. Only one man has ever broken out. Now five million lives depend on two men breaking in.
2: That would be The Rock.
0: That is The Rock.
2: (laughs) I love The Rock. Yeah, The Rock is great. Stephen Falk. Yeah.
0: Your tagline. There are two fallen heroes up against the gambling syndicate in pro sports. Everyone has counted them out, but they're about to get back in the game. I
1: recognize That's that. that's That's really distinct that's really in- distinct. Can you say c- concise? Can you say it again?
0: Yeah, one more time. Here we go. <clears throat>
1: yeah.
0: There are two fallen heroes up against the gambling syndicate in pro sports. Everyone had counted them out. But they're about to get back in
2: the game. I know it.:
1: Everyone had counted them out.
0: but they're about to get back in the game.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, it's uh, the, is it victory with Pele?
0: No, it's not Victory <laughs> with Pele, I'm sorry. It's the last Boy Scout. It's it's the last Boy Scout. Fuck, I was going to guess that.
2: <laughs> oh, Fuck. no. God damn it. <laughs> oh, no.
0: Fuck. <laughs>
1: I on. thought, Tom. oh, God damn it. <laughs>
0: Todd, uh, your tag. Uh-huh. Soon, the hunt will
2: begin. Oh, no. Okay. Shit. That could be one of two things, and I know, I'm going to go with Hard Target. Hard Target is incorrect. Shit! It is Predator. Oh, Predator? Predator. Oh, I, that wasn't even one of the ones I was thinking.
0: Yeah. Well, I, then both of your answers were wrong.
2: Yeah, that's a fucking stupid tagline.
1: I'm, I'm, this game's under protest. I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> is that how? Is that how protest works?
0: <laughs> I did something wrong, so now everyone else has yeah. to fix it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stephen Falk, your yeah. tagline. 27 banks in three years. Anything to catch the perfect wave.
1: Oh. oh, Point Break.
0: Yeah. Point Break is correct. Ties it up five to five.
1: I do want, I do want to issue an amendment to my three favorite uh, action movies. I, I kind of feel remiss that I didn't pick Roadhouse instead of Top Gun. but
0: yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. Rogue House for me is more of a B movie. Like it has like a lot of brawling, but not really big signature action set pieces. Yeah. So that's why I left my it off too. But that's I that was on my list. That was on yeah. my short list.
2: I was thinking about Last Boy Scout to put uh, putting that on my list, but I was I got fancy.
0: Yeah. Okay, Todd. Uh, here's a really really hard one. Mm-hmm. Two cops. Glover carries a weapon. Gibson is one. He's the only LA cop registered as a
2: lethal weapon.
0: Yeah, it's lethal weapon.
2: I thought about that maybe too for the my posters. List.
1: Now the game's yeah. now the game's really under protest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, oh just wait, just wait. Here's here's your here's your tagline, Steve. Yeah. Somewhere, somehow, someone's going to pay.
2: Uh
1: Mm.
0: Say it again. Somewhere, somehow, someone's going to pay.
2: But where and how and what? That's pretty generic.
1: Somewhere, some, is it. Somewhere, somewhere
0: somehow, someone's going to pay.
1: Is it Ransom?
0: No, it's Commando.
1: Oh, I love that movie.
0: God, that, that's such a
2: generic.
0: Like, what? Oh, fuck. It's so bad. It's so bad. Tom, uh-huh. your tagline get ready for rush hour. Oh, come on. Rush hour?
2: Nope, it's speed. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> that was a trick. You tricked me. <laughs> this game is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that was a trick. <laughs> and I should have known, I should have thought okay, of that. Uh, your tagline
0: they were deadly on the ground now they have wings one more time they were deadly on the ground now they have wings
1: they were deadly on the ground
0: now they have wings
1: who was deadly on the ground and then became winged then <laughs> then became airplane people
2: airplane people that's it airplane people <laughs>
0: airplane people they were deadly on the ground now they have wings
2: airplane people yeah, they have rated R.
1: airplane people airplane people <laughs> Now they have wings. They were deadly on the ground. Now they have wings.
0: We're gonna need an answer.
1: Oh God, um, uh, uh, I, um, uh, Iron Eagle.
0: Oh, I'm sorry,
2: Con Air. Oh, it was fuck. Con Air. That is such, such a it. shitty tagline. That really is bad.
1: This game's yeah. under protest. I protest on yeah.
2: behalf of Falk. Now I, I'm mad now. <laughs> Tan, uh,
0: your uh, tagline. Uh, Eight years ago, she lost her memory. Now a detective must help her remember the past before it buries them both. What's forgotten is not always gone.
2: You broke up at the end of that, but I know it's the long kiss goodnight.
0: You're correct. It is the long kiss goodnight.
1: This is such an awkward tagline.
0: It really is awkward.
2: I love when taglines are too long. They're like, they're like, like, yeah. give you too much information. It's They hilarious. explain the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Do you guys Volk? think?
1: Do you guys think uh, Karate Kid's an action movie?
2: No, sports drama. No, not. Yeah, oh, okay.
1: it's more
0: of a sports. Yeah, I think it's more of a sports drama. But uh, yeah.
1: Okay. All right. Next.
0: Okay. Fall uh, your tagline: The 21st century's most dangerous cop. The 21st century's most ruthless criminal. The future isn't big enough for the both of them. Oh,
2: man. Can
1: you say it again?
0: The 21st century's most dangerous cop. The 21st century's most ruthless criminal. The future isn't big enough for the both of them.
1: Is it Time Cop?
0: It is not Time Cop. It's Demolition Man. Man. Fuck. I'm so sorry.
2: <laughs> where in the future where Taco Bell is fine dining? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: and and Dennis Leary is a revolutionary. <laughs> and Stallone likes rat burgers. Todd. <clears throat>
3: mm-hmm.
0: Okay, we're it's still Todd. You're in the lead, six to four. So we still have uh, uh, five left. Oh Jesus. Okay. Uh, so this we could still. Anything can happen. Uh, Todd, uh, your tagline. Two of LA's top rival cops are going to have to work together, even if it kills them. Top
2: rival cops. Top rival cops are going to have to work together, even if it kills them. Two of LA's? Even if it kills them. Two of of LA's top rival cops cops are
0: going to have to work together, even if it kills them. I
1: love Top Rival Cops.
2: Top Rival... (laughs) That's a great title. Top Rival Cops. Two of LA's Top Rival Cops are going to have to work (laughs) together even if it kills them. Even if it kills them. Two of LA's Top Rival... The thing is, is I... This sounds so familiar. What we, need, what we
0: need is you to not repeat it over and over again, I'm but to
2: give an answer. It's so,
1: to... it's, so 80, it's so 80s because it's so awkwardly written. Yeah,
2: I do, like two... Shit, man. Um, mm, rival cops. Um, okay, I'm trying to picture a poster. I an answer. am trying to picture a poster <clears throat> right now with two cops standing back to back with their guns like in front of their faces. I'm trying to picture you
0: giving me an answer. Look...
2: Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know it. I'm trying to think of it. Give me a second.
1: We are cops. We are cops.
2: <laughs> two, two. Wait. Okay. Movies with. Uh, mm, mm. You need an answer. I know you're need, an, gonna need answer. an answer. I can't. I'm. It's bothering me because I get. I know. I know this tagline, and I can't. I, know. I can't. I can't. Mm. Uh, I, we
0: know. We know. We uh, know. But
2: we still need an answer. Lethal Weapon Two.
0: I'm sorry, that is incorrect. I know. The correct answer is Tango and Cash. Oh, tango.
4: Tango,
3: oh, Tango. Yes. Todd's going Todd's not
1: gonna. Todd's not gonna, sl- Todd's not gonna sleep tonight.
4: Cash, <laughs> Tango, Cash,
0: <laughs> Tango. All right, Steven, Stephen Falk, your tagline: The Siege, the ordeal, the rescue.
1: The Siege, the Ordeal, the Rescue.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's The Siege, the Ordeal, the Rescue.
2: That could be Uh. so many movies. It's so vague.
1: I mean, is it... (sighs) Uh, oh God! It's not under siege. It's not Red Dawn. The siege, the ordeal, the
0: The rescue.
1: Siege, the ordeal. It's not. It's not. It's not that. Not tap tap toy sold toy soldiers. (laughs) Toy Um,
2: soldiers. (laughs) (laughs) We
0: will need an answer.
1: The siege, the ordeal, the rescue. The rescue. Red Dawn.
0: I'm sorry, it's not Red Dawn. It is the Delta Force. Uh, The Chuck Norris. uh, The Delta Force. Where
2: Robert Forrester plays a Cuban or something?
0: I think so, (laughs) yeah. It's a little bit awkward. Todd. Todd, your tagline. Mm -hmm. They sent him on a mission and set him up to fail, but they made one mistake. They forgot they were dealing with Rambo.
2: They gave him one mission. They set him up to fail. They forgot them. So they, so it's. Do you want me to read it? Do you want me to no, read no, it? No, no, no. No, I just have to pick one of this. I know. Um, I'm gonna go. Yeah, with, which but I'm meaning, gonna go. I'm gonna one? go with uh, Rambo: First Blood Part Two.
0: That is correct. Rambo: First Blood Part Two just, is correct. Just going off the plot. Going off the plot.
1: Which one is that?
2: That's the one where Charles Napier sends him to rescue some POWs, and it's a bullshit mission in Vietnam. And then he, when he comes yeah. back, what, what he what year? Shoots. What year? What year? Yeah, I don't know. Was that eighty six? Eighty six? Sure. What, what was? Oh, was the it no,
1: no, number two, the second, the second movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was the second one. Second Rambo. Line. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: Stephen Falk. Yeah. Your tagline: Expect the impossible.
1: <laughs> I'm, I feel like I'm getting screwed in this game. Well,
0: expect the impossible.
1: Um, uh, uh Mission Impossible.
0: It is Mission Impossible. Yeah, <laughs> that is that is correct. It was
2: so obvious. And it was impossible to believe that that would be the tagline. I get it.
0: So we are right now. We are uh, Todd eight, Falk six. So uh, even if even if Todd you know misses this last one, he's still gonna take it. Um, but we'll uh, we'll we'll throw it out there uh, just to see uh, if anybody gets it. They killed his wife ten years ago. There's still time to save her. Murder is forever until now.
2: Oh, deja vu.
0: No. No. Stephen Falk, do you have a? Uh, Sorry, say it again. Repeat it. They killed his wife ten years ago. There's still time to save her. Murder is forever. Until now. Killed his wife ten years ago. Uh, Time cop. It's time cop. Nice. Correct. That was time cop. So, yeah. So, uh, uh, Todd uh, wins that one uh, eight uh, to six. What was the tiebreaker? Uh, Well done, gentlemen. Can we have the tiebreaker? Oh, the tiebreaker uh, The tiebreaker was uh, in order to catch him, he must become him. Face off. It is face nice. off, correct. Oh, uh, Falk wins now. Yeah, uh, wait, he got what? That so
1: and they got that last one. And they got the last one. <laughs> and they got the last one. <laughs> this it, it was 8 is Rule change. Rule change. This and now it's 8-8. It's 8-8. Tie, total total tie. Loser. Tie again. Tie again.
0: <laughs> You're a total loser, Todd. What the fuck? <laughs> Those sad kids means it's time for the bottom five. And on my bottom five, uh, this episode are the five worst action movie remakes. Uh, 2015's Point Break, 2012's Total Recall, 2014's RoboCop, 2012's Red Dawn, and 2002's
2: Rollerball. Oh, shit. Wow.
0: Oh. Okay, ah. let's take it, let's take it down a notch. Let's relax. Let's cleanse with a moment of positivity. Thank God. You guys. (sighs) And, uh, oh, oh, My moment of positivity this episode is one thing that this shift to streaming services has been good for is for mid-to-low-budget action movies like Extraction, even though Extraction costs more. Uh, But they're doing lots more old-school practical action sequences, providing more work for stunt people and fight coordinators, Uh, and it's totally uh, cool that these movies also still have the one-to-two really dodgy CGI bits that are, you know, inevitable uh, in these types of movies, but... uh, we're getting it feels like we're getting more like real practical visceral action uh where you can follow what's going on and uh they're doing some more inventive things and kind of getting back to a little bit of old school like 80s early 90s uh inventiveness like extraction if you watch some of those um uh making of movies online the that car chase sequence is the director's strapped to the top of the chase yeah. car with the camera yeah it's crazy uh, and it's fucking awesome yeah. it was really really cool so you know I, I dig that stuff me too Well, that's the show you guys uh, thanks for listening everybody I'd like to thank my fellow film pigs uh, Stephen Falk and Todd Robert Anderson and uh, also uh, Adam Blau uh, for uh, providing all the music
2: yes thank you Adam Blau
0: and and for those of you who are listening and can't see our Skype chat Stephen Falk is putting porn up as his background right now anyway thanks for listening
2: bye Bye.